The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Right, if you can welcome a neighbor to your left, to your right. Thank you, HOP. Let's be seated. Glory, glory, glory be to God. How was your day? How has your week been? Um, even those of you that are connected online, I trust you've been having a great week. Can I get a response from someone? Has the good God been good to you? Has he been merciful to you? Praise God forevermore. How many people believe that God is going to be good to them, especially tonight? Hallelujah. You know, that's, that's how we should always approach the throne of grace and come before God. Is looking for ways to bless us, to increase us. And I pray tonight will not be an exception in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. How many people will really love to see next level breakthroughs in their lives? Next level miracles? Next level blessings? Glory be to God. You know, one of the meanings of next level is simply something you have never tasted before. Something you've never experienced before. Somewhere you've never been before. Something you've never handled before. And you must always be reminding yourself and um, convincing yourself, this is God's will for you. Somebody say, this is God's will for me. Oh, I can't feel you yet. Say, this is God's will for me. He always wants to bring newness into our lives. New blessings, new miracles, new levels. Hallelujah. And it is what he wants to do. Glory be to God. We, we always come back to this truth. And it's so important that we stress it a lot. Thank God for all the things we teach the people of God to do. We instruct the people of God to do. And we communicate in the place of teaching faith for the people of God to do. And those things are important. Oh, you need to pray. You need to um, speak the word. You need to give. You need to worship. They are very, very important. But all those things are simply, you must never forget this, they are just expressions of your faith. Hallelujah. And what your faith does or what it is meant to do is to connect to the grace of God, which is the original flow of things. It's not when we start walking in faith that grace begins to flow. Before we started walking in faith, before we thought about it, God, by his grace, by his mercy, by his goodness, by his kindness, wanted us to have next levels. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. It's God's will for us. It's God's desire for us. Help me prophesy to a neighbor if you can tonight. Say God wants to change your story to a better story, to a greater story, to a sweeter story. It doesn't matter what it has been up until now. That is God's will for you. In fact, some of the testimonies I enjoy a lot in the Bible are people that their case even looked too hopeless. I remember when we did a study on the book of Ruth and Naomi. And you know, um, if you remember the story, Naomi had come to a place where she had really lost all hope. And who could blame her, naturally speaking? Her husband had died, her two sons had died. She had resigned to just go back to her country and just die like an old woman with nothing to look forward to as, as, as it were. 
and she, she said um, people should, they should change her name, that it's now give her one ugly name. I can't even remember the name again. One sorrowful, pitiful name. At that point, she had nothing to look forward to, but God wanted to bring her to a next level. And it was God that, obviously, she was not in faith. She had no faith. And perhaps maybe someone going through that kind of phase in life where the things that have happened, you've not really been able to summon up encouragement. I want to remind you, it starts with God's grace. Hallelujah. It starts with God's mercy. It starts with God's favor. It's what God, it starts with God's goodness. It's what the, the goodness of God that God is sending towards your direction. It's the most important thing. And that's what starts everything. Your response of faith is just to help you connect to that grace. Hallelujah. And I pray you will connect to grace this season in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So we start talking about next levels, and it's something we are trusting God for the church, the entire church, in this season as we come into the second half of the year. And, of course, the church is not just a building or the facility or things like that. Um, it's the people, we the people make up the church. So, obviously, we are trusting God for every individual to experience a next level or several next levels. That's why we use plural. In the different areas of your life. Glory be to God. Promotion will be your portion this season in Jesus' name. Things will turn out for better and for good in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And, and we've shared a couple of things. I want to, again, drill down a bit um, on some of the two keys I shared with us. There are about five, six things God has put on my heart. Actually, I think I've even mentioned three of them, really, over the weekend. And let me even announce this um, um, before I go on. Tonight is going to be a night of discovery in Jesus' name. And I want you to hold on to that word, that word discovery. Somebody shout discovery. Because that's a big part of you experiencing next levels. You are going to make discoveries. Hallelujah. What do I mean by discoveries? Your eyes, by the grace of God and the help of the Holy Spirit, are going to be open to things you've never seen before in Jesus' name. You will begin to know things you didn't know before. About yourself, about your environment. Hallelujah. You will make discoveries by the Spirit of God. And tonight, that came to my heart, tonight is going to be a night of discovery. Hallelujah. And we are going to make discoveries in Jesus' name. Let me hear someone shout, I'm going to make discoveries in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So we said over the course of the weekend, um, if you are going to have next levels or experience next levels, you've got to make the Holy Spirit welcome. That that's your, the Holy Ghost is going to be your catalyst. I want to stress that again tonight. Make the Holy Spirit your best friend. If he's not yet your best friend this season, engage him a lot. Talk to him. You are driving to work, talk to him. You are taking a shower, talk to him. You are lying down on your bed, talk to him. Engage him as often as you can. Because every other thing we are talking about, that again, they are just response of our faith to the grace for next levels that God is bringing our way. All these things we are talking about, ultimately, that's what they are. 
We said during the prayer marathon, we came, we prayed for about five hours. We said, look, this five-hour prayer, it's not going to change God. You, you've got to make sure you have that right concept in your mind. I mean, back in the day, old-timers would think, ah, I'm going to pray. And their attitude is, I'm going to convince God to bless me because God didn't want to bless me before. It's a wrong attitude. It's a wrong premise. No. You should come into prayer, whether you're praying for five minutes or five hours, convinced that God has already blessed you. Can I hear somebody shout, I'm already blessed? Hallelujah. You may not have seen the manifestation yet, particularly the manifestation you are hoping for. But you come into that place with God has already, why? He's a good God. He's already kind towards me. So when I'm spending multiple hours in his presence to pray or to worship or whatever it is I'm doing, it's not to get God to do something that he doesn't want to do for me. No. Prayer doesn't change God. It changes us. The same thing with every other principle we are talking about. God is already perfect. I love that song that, that said, I will never be more loved than I am right now. Powerful line. God has already loved you with an everlasting love. I will never be more loved than I am right now. It's not something I do that is going to make God love me more. No. Now, does that mean I should not do anything? No, that's another error. You see, you can, like anything you should say, get off the road on either side. So, off mark, ah, I'm going to pray for five hours. Then God will give me something he doesn't want to give me, no. Oh, now that I know God loves me, regardless of what I do, ah, then I'm not going to pray at all. That's extreme, no. We engage in these things, glory be to God, because it helps us to receive what God has already decided to give us. Talking about discoveries tonight, doing these things we are going to be teaching and sharing on is to, so that we can really receive those discoveries. Find out those things we need to find out. Somebody will encounter God on a discovery level tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit really, really engaged in our day-to-day -day lives is very, very vital. Hallelujah. Praying in the spirit is vital. Listening for his voice is vital. Let me quickly move on because I want to touch on about two or three powerful things that will help us in our discovery tonight. Praise God. And the next thing we talked on was it's vital that we are pursuing a heavenly agenda. Heavenly agenda. Very, very, very important. And it is the Holy Spirit. You, see, you will see that every other thing we are going to talk about is the Holy Spirit that is going to help us to capture a heavenly agenda. We refer to Moses. In fact, I didn't open the text because I was trying to run because of time on Sunday and I didn't want to get into the temptation or start teaching from text. So let me, let me quote the text I was referring to when I was talking about Moses. Um, Hebrews chapter 8 verse 5. Let me start from there tonight. Hebrews um, 8 5. And the Bible was talking about Moses here who served the copy of a shadow of the heavenly things, that phrase is very important because it's really what we are talking about, a shadow of the heavenly things, as Moses, so it's pointing us to the example of Moses. Watch this very carefully. As Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle, 
So a divine instruction came to Moses about building that tabernacle that God told him to build in the wilderness for them. Very, very, very important. He just didn't build anything. Oh, I want to build a house for God. I can build it anyhow. I want to raise a supernatural army for God. I can raise it anyhow. Well, you are better than the guy that is not even interested in doing anything from God. But that's not the way to do it. And I, I'm really not, please hear me and hear me very well. Because remember what I talked about. We are talking about next level for the church. And next level for our personal lives. Is the same principles that we are using to arrive at next levels for the church that we also need to apply on one level or another in getting to next levels for our lives. So if we need to get a divine instruction or a heavenly agenda for the church for a next level, somebody also needs to get a heavenly agenda or a divine instruction for next level in their lives. Maybe things are not going as well as you want it to be in your marriage. Well, get a heavenly agenda or a divine instruction for your marriage. Oh, it's such a powerful and simple principle. And like I was saying on Sunday, this was Moses' or one of Moses' secrets. Hallelujah. Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make a tabernacle. For God said to him, see that... And that instruction from God is what we are writing on. See that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Hallelujah. What is he talking about? Moses went to pray. He went to see God's face. He went to God to make a discovery. And in the process of doing that, he got a vision on how we should build the tabernacle that God wanted him to build. And God was telling him, make sure. It's not just enough that you caught the vision. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody tonight? Ensure that what you are doing, you are doing it according to the pattern that I gave you. This is what discovery is all about. And that's the third thing I want to stress on again that we mentioned on Sunday. So, number one is the Holy Spirit. Number two is a heavenly agenda. Number three is we need to make discoveries of this heavenly agenda. We need to be like Moses. Go up to the mountain. Spend time at the mountain. Seek God's face. Until you get a vision or a divine instruction of what you are supposed to do. And specifically, I'm talking about you arriving at your next level. Stay in that place of prayer. In the book of Acts, they called it, Jesus told them to tarry. But stay there. Look, you will know whether you have it or not. I've come to learn over time now, when I don't have it yet or when I'm not fully convinced, I shouldn't really get worried. It just simply means maybe I need to spend more time listening for God's voice, spending time in his presence, trying to catch what God is trying to tell me until I'm assured that this is the word of the Lord for me concerning this thing I'm doing. And sometimes you may have started something and you have now come to a difficult spot or you are faced with challenges. Go back to God. Go back to him. 
and get that instruction from him. Hallelujah. Let me back up a little bit here, or a slight detour. Um, Colossians chapter 3 again, one of the scriptures we quoted. Let's look at it again tonight. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. This is where we got the wisdom or the instruction for a heavenly agenda. And we are saying this is important. If we are going to experience next levels. If then you are raised with Christ, somebody shout, I'm risen with Christ. And I'm seated with him in the heavenly places. So if you are raised with him, seek those things that are above. Where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. And in verse 2 says, set your mind on things above. And that above there is talking about heavenly places. I read from the Amplified Translation. We saw that there. Heavenly, those things that are above are not things on the earth. I mean, that's just as simple and as clear an instruction from Apostle Paul. How to live, and what Paul was teaching the Colossians here, like he taught in many of his epistles to the other churches was how to live the resurrected life. God has called you to something higher. God has called you to something better. God has called you to something more beautiful. He's giving us a very powerful key here. What is on our mind um, should be Things from heaven or things that are above. Hallelujah. So I started thinking about this. I was sharing with you. And I started asking God, what are the things that are above? What are the things? Let's set your minds on things above. Not on, What are things that are above? And of course, that this word heaven's agenda summarizes everything. What God's will is for you at that point in time. We, we talked about Jesus. We read about Jesus in Hebrews chapter 5. We're not going to open to that while we're praying. And um, in the book of Hebrews, he told us that one of his secrets was he had this willingness to just do God's will. So we can summarize things above as heaven's agenda. But one of the best ways to study Bible and to interpret Bible, I love this. I can't even remember the Bible teacher that mentioned it. He said the Bible is the best interpreter of the Bible. If you want to interpret what the Bible is saying, look for other scriptures that say the same thing in another way to interpret what the Bible is saying. So I started searching for things that are above. And two powerful things stuck out to me. That the, Bible's, the Bible defines as things from above. And I want us to use them in our discovery prayers tonight. Somebody shout hallelujah. Um, James, in fact, both of them are in the book of James. So let's quickly go there. James chapter 1. Let me hear you say, tonight is my night of discovery. Come on, if you are streaming at home as well, declare it. Say it, everybody together, tonight is my night of discovery. Say, this season is my season of discovery. Hallelujah. Honestly, I want you to see this. I want you to see this. You will experience promotion at next levels if by the help of the Holy Ghost, and we're going to keep going back to the Holy Spirit, you are able to discover something that you did not know hitherto. We're talking about next levels. We're talking about promotion. It's so simple. You will, you will, you will. 
whether it's in your finances, whether it's concerning your career, whether it's concerning your health. I've shared this testimony a thousand and one times about a time where I was having health challenges that I was stooling blood, and I was praying. And in the course of that time of praying and searching, and when I say these things, sometimes it doesn't come to you when you are in the middle of the prayer meeting. It may be you are just driving down the road. Then you, and you, and look, when the Holy Ghost talks to you, you know. And that word just came, stop eating sugar. Now, I have had it from medical journal. And it's not just because doctors told me, there are many things doctors tell me that I'm not doing. Those of you, you know. But this one came, and, I'm the, and since that time, I've not been eating sugar. The, 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 uh, this is another thing that you know when God speaks to you, when the Holy Ghost speaks to you, and when you make discoveries. Not only will you hear the word, this is very, very important. The grace to execute the word will come. Of course, you still have to yield to it. You still have to obey it. And that just brought me to a new level concerning that particular health challenge in my life at that time. Just something. And when I say discovery, I mean even things like that. Of course, it can go beyond that, but simple things like that. Discovery, you are believing God to, to find someone to marry. And there are about three, four people that are on your mind. And you go and see God's face and you pray. And the word comes to you, this is the person. Or you get a confirmation. And God bless you, you marry the right person. I mean, those of us that by the grace of God, we were able to marry the right person. I mean, 20 years after now, we are, we are thanking God that, ah, thank God that we, like Reverend Femme, we say, we didn't she marry. <laughs> but we can go back to how, how did we end up in this relationship? How did we end up in this marriage? We made discoveries by the help of the Holy Ghost. I remember those days. I would just sit down and start praying. I was and praying about my wife. Those days, Pastor Inda's name was Shehun. And this song would just keep coming as praying with Jesus. Me, Shehun, Shehun. Olorun, me, Shehun, Shehun. That's how I got to know she was the one. I mean, I've shared that story. I used to say it a lot back in the day. That song would just come up, come up, come up, come up. And because she wasn't the only one I was looking at. She wasn't the only one in the fellowship or in the church. I won't mention the names of some of the other people. It's not... <laughs> It's not necessary for this discourse. <laughs> Thank God they're also, they're also happily married now. But it was just penciled down. But the question now is, but which one? And if you don't think well, you can't thank God well. Because so many other people also may have gotten married at that time, but it's not everybody that is enjoying their marriage. The, the making Holy Ghost discoveries is so vital for next level experiences. Hallelujah. And one way we can make Holy Ghost discoveries is when we set our minds on heavenly things. So what are those heavenly things is my question. So generally we are saying, okay, yes, heavenly agenda. And we said, oh, we are going to build the church like Moses. We are going to build the house of God, do the ministry. That's fine. That's very, very broad. But I want you to look at two specific things the Bible tells us are above, are from above. Let Bible interpret Bible for us. Praise God. And bless God, we can specifically seek those things. You can mention them. Why? And you can mention it with authority because you have it in the written word of God that the word of God says, this is above. This is above. Hallelujah. 
James 1.16, quickly, two things. And when we begin to pray, you're going to pray for, for these things from above. Do not be deceived. And I pray none of us will be deceived in Jesus' name. My beloved brethren, this is why, what you should not be deceived about. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from where? Hallelujah. This one is very simple. You know this scripture. Look, but look at it again in the light of what we're talking about. He said, seek the things that are above. Let your mind be on the things that are above. But he's now telling us in James 1 that, look, there are good gifts and there are perfect gifts that, come, that are above and they come down from the Father of lights. And I love this. This is so important. With whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. God doesn't change. God doesn't, is not cunning. God has no favorites. God is, 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 is fair to everyone. He's gracious to everyone. So one thing from above that we can seek. He said seek the things that are above and keep your minds at things that are above. And anybody, everybody can be praying this and believe God for his, his good gifts and perfect gifts from God. I, I shared with us some weeks or months ago, there is no time of your life or no season of your life or no day of your life that God does not give you good gifts. The question is, this is what we thought that time, are you more focused on the good gifts and perfect gifts that God is giving you? Is it on your mind? Are you seeking it? Are you believing God for it? Or are you more concerned about what is being taken from you? And in the world we live in today, a lot is being taken from us. So much demand left, right, and center. But bless God. Somebody shout their good gifts. And they are perfect gifts above. You, you can pray for what is what, what a gift. It's simply something that enhances your life, that benefits your life. And I love it. There's good, there's perfect. Perfect is the very thing you need. Glory be to God. Good is it will add value to your life. It's not going to diminish you. Hallelujah. We can pray for that. We can pray for the good gifts. And we don't even have to change the name or anything. Good gifts and perfect gifts. From heaven. Hallelujah. For our lives. Praise God. Quickly look at the other one. It's also here in the book of James. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory be to God. Ah, somebody lift your hands and say good gifts. Perfect gifts. Coming from heaven. In my life. I seek them, I pray for them, I believe God for them right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Good gifts and perfect gifts. Hallelujah. Look at this other one. And we're going to pray this, this too tonight. Pray this. In the place of discovery, pray that God will release upon your life good gifts and perfect gifts. And I believe that these things are already operating in our life, but they can be enhanced. We can maximize them. We can focus on them. Hallelujah. And of course, we can receive good ones. The Bible says it daily loads us with benefits. Hallelujah. Okay, just to get into the flow, James chapter 3, verse 13. Let's read from there. Who is wise and understanding among you? Please watch what I'm doing here. I'm using Bible to interpret Bible. 
tells you, just put your mind on things that are above. What should I put my mind on? What should I seek? What should I ask for? What should I pray for? I can ask for good and perfect gifts. Hallelujah. As a daily habit, I mean, as a lifestyle, I mean, I pray for it practically every day. Because I also know the Bible tells me in the book of Psalms, Psalm 68, I believe God daily loads us with benefits. Pray for it every day. What else can you pray for every day? Who is wise and understanding among you? Somebody say, I am. By the grace of God. Let him show with good conduct that his works are done in meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. Now, this is where we are going, verse 15. This wisdom does not descend from above. But it is earthly, it is sensual, it is demonic. For where, there, where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But, this is it, the wisdom that is from above. Seek the things that are above. What is above? Wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. For this season, hallelujah. For the challenges you are facing. Can you imagine, hallelujah, if you can Put your mind, seek your, put your eyes, seek your, um, and focus your attention on the wisdom from above for this season, for your life. And discover it. Praise <laughs> God. You will experience next levels. Your story will change. It's telling us again, Bible, interpreting Bible, says seek things above. Well, it's telling us there is a wisdom that is from above. It is first of all pure so even when you receive something, you can use this to gauge it. It's pure, it is peaceable, it is gentle, it is willing to yield, it is full of mercy, it is full of good fruits, it's without partiality, it's without hypocrisy. Hallelujah. So even if you say, I got a divine wisdom from God, and you see that it's bringing hurt to your neighbor, you, that, that's not, it's not, you got the wrong thing. But what we are saying is, hey, there's wisdom from above. Glory, glory be to God. There are good gifts from above. There are perfect gifts from above. That can, hear me and hear me very well, that can usher you to next levels in whatever area or aspect of your life. And in a time and a season where God is talking to us about next level, and he said, you know, seek things from above. Why can't we seek these things? Why can't we go out to discover, glory be to God, these things? These, these ones that are clearly spelled out. Among other things, we're going, we going to discover things. In case you've not heard, we are, we are having our different work streams in church, Saturday mornings. They are, so you need to, if you are part of the workforce, if you are not part of the workforce, be a part of the workforce. If you are part of the workforce, you can join us. It's primarily a leader's meeting, but workers and any member that wants to participate can join us. And this is what we want to do. We want to discover. We want to discover the pattern of heaven for us for this season in our lives. And as we are doing that, we can be praying to God for gifts. Hallelujah. Good gifts and perfect gifts. And we can be praying to God for wisdom. Praise God. Let, let's close by looking at people that practically demonstrated what I've just shared with us in scriptures. And I want that to be at the back of our minds as we pray. And as you pray this season, 
Daniel, I mean, exactly, this is what Daniel and his friends did. Daniel and his friends, when they were taken into captivity in Babylon. Number one, the Bible told us that God gave them. God gave them. Daniel won seven things. So these were gifts to Daniel. And you will see good and perfect here. As for these four young men, Daniel and his friends, God gave them. What did God give Daniel and his friends? Knowledge and skill. I mean, those are good. In fact, this is what made them to stand out in Babylon. God gave them gifts. They had gifts of knowledge. Remember, Nebuchadnezzar was saying that seek, seek out of the children of the nobles that we've brought as captives from Jerusalem. Those that can learn the language of the Chaldeans. If you read the story, that's what Nebuchadnezzar instructed them. Look at, um, if you, let's read from verse 3. Daniel 1, 3. So this was what the king was looking for. He has captured these people, he didn't kill them. They are going to serve in my courts. And he told, um, the king instructed Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants, the king of Israel, descendants and some of the nobles, young men in whom there is no blemish but good looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge. This was the um, job description. This, these are the people we are looking for. Hallelujah. Possessing knowledge, quick to understand, who had the ability to serve in the king's palace, whom they might take the language, of the, the language and literature of the Chaldeans. So they were looking for that. And what did God now do for them? God gave it to them. Now, he didn't tell us they prayed for it. But you can pray for it. In fact, I'm going to show you the other part because I'm talking about the, the two things we see that the Bible interpreted for us are things above is gifts, good and perfect gifts, and wisdom. And that's what Daniel and his friends got. Now, they didn't tell us they prayed, and this is where you know the grace of God flows. What is it God gave them? God knew that's what Nebuchadnezzar was looking for. And God knew that if these children have these gifts, they will stand out. They will experience next levels. You will experience next levels in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and learning and watch perfect gifts. And Daniel, God gave Daniel the perfect, extra. You, you are going to be the leader of this quartet. So you must have something that the others don't have. Perfect. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Gifts. Gifts. Seek the things that are above. They are gifts from heaven. Hallelujah. That God can give you. That will make you stand out in your workplace. Stand out in your career. Stand out in your business. Like Daniel here. And you can believe God for them. For next levels. Hallelujah. Remember what we are talking about. Discovery. You, you can discover them. You make discoveries. And you can make discoveries when you have a heavenly agenda. You are already seeking things from above. Which was where Daniel was. And you will also be positioned to make discoveries when you embrace the Holy Ghost. Because it's the one that will open your eyes to it. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 2. Again, we are all familiar with the story. Watch wisdom here. The king had a dream. Nobody could interpret the dream. And he said he was going to kill all the wise men. 
told them, you must tell me the dream, and then you will interpret it. You know the story. So, verse 16, please watch again. This is where we, 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 we didn't have any record that Daniel prayed for those gifts that God gave them. It came from God. This one, they didn't tell us, okay, they went to pray, and then they received it for them, make discoveries. This is how I want you to pray this season. This is how I want us as a church to pray this season. When we come for discovery on Saturday morning, this, this is how we are going to pray. God has something that he can give us that will bring us to next levels. God has things he can show us. All these things are inside scripture. I has not seen, I has not heard. The things that God has prayed for those that love him, but God reveals it to us by his spirit. We speak wisdom among those that are mature. The wisdom that God ordained for our glory before the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. Daniel 2.16. Daniel went in and asked the king to give him time. Look at this. The king said, I'm going to kill everybody. Daniel, look at the confidence he is. I mean, again, we are familiar with so Don't let me waste so much time on that. Give us time. That he might tell the king the interpretation. And this is the part I love the most. Then Daniel went to his house. And he made the decision known to Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, his companions. That watch, 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 please. This is what we need to do. This is the kind of conviction we should carry at a time like this. The kind of mindset we should have. And I'm telling you, when the Bible is telling us, seek things that are above. Let your mind be on heavenly things. This is a big part of this one. The Bible even told us this one. Because the Bible told us the wisdom from above is life. And that's what Daniel did here. That they might seek the mercies from God of heaven concerning the secrets. The, the Chaldeans told me that nobody can tell you your dream. It's only God that can tell you your dream. Why can't you tell us, tell us your dream? Why we are, even if we slept on the same bed with you, your wife cannot tell you your dream. <laughs> only gods of heaven can reveal your dream to you. Well, Daniel knew that God can give me wisdom from heaven. Let us seek mercies from the God of heaven concerning the secrets so that Daniel and his companions might not perish. That's very interesting. Now, forget about the fact that Nebuchadnezzar is trying to kill them. If I, let's even use that as an example. There are things trying to kill people in this world that we live in. Poverty can kill. Insecurity can kill. Sickness and disease can kill. Hallelujah. But thank God we have a father in heaven that can give us wisdom. Hallelujah. So that we won't perish like the other people. And that will be our portion in Jesus' name. And we are not saying that so that we can stand as if we are better than other people. No. When our own lights are shining, our marriages are shining, our careers are shining, it will be a light to attract that. What is happening to you? Tell us, take us to your God. Let us seek the mercies from the God of heaven concerning this secret so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the men of Babylon. Then the secret was revealed. Somebody shout discovery. That's not a shout. Shout discovery. So when did the secret, the secret was given to Daniel in a night vision? They were doing a night vigil. But the important thing is, Look at quickly that verse 18. They sought, the, they, they came to God. Reveal this king's dream to us. I mean, that is heavenly wisdom. 
That is revelation. Hallelujah. And of course, Daniel got the dream, told Nebuchadnezzar, demonstrated it. Verse 45, and this is how the story ended. What's next levels here? In as much as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and it broke into pieces and, and sorry, um, verse 48, not verse, that was, I was reading something else, verse 48. Then the king promoted Daniel, <laughs> praise God. Somebody shout next level. And he gave him many great gifts. This is what's going to happen to somebody this season. He made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon, chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. And Daniel petitioned the king and he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego above over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. Hallelujah. All because of number one, gifts and wisdom or revelation. Seek those things that are above. Two things we can seek. Praise God. And I tell you, we need them as people that are interested in a heavenly agenda. We need the gifts of God. All manner of gifts. Spiritual gifts, vocational gifts, ministry gifts, gifts in our careers. Anything that heaven can give you that will add value to your life. God saw what Nebuchadnezzar was looking for and God gave them. Hallelujah. God can see the challenges that are coming and the difficulties and God can put gifts inside of us. Somebody say, I, I hear. That will make us stand out. Rise up on your feet tonight. Help me look at your neighbor and say, you look like Daniel. The way, the, way, the way I'm looking, you look like Daniel. Look at somebody and say, you look like Meshach. You look like Meshach. You, you look like Abednego. You, you, you look like... You, the way you are looking. Praise God. Eh? <laughs> What's the name of the fourth guy? Shadrach. Is there a sh who, who looks like? Look for a neighbor that looks like Shadrach. Look, you look like a, a, a Shadrach. But listen, listen, listen. Please catch where we are going tonight. We, we need to discover something. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And I tell you, we pray tonight every Saturday when we come. Um, there will be some Saturdays we have to miss. I know we are planning a family fun day. I don't know whether I'll be able to do discovery that day, but we'll work all that one out. But practically every Saturday, 7 a.m. in this church, leaders, workers, pastors, we're, and we are just here to make discovery. Like Daniel said, show us, show us something. Show us something. Tell us something. Remind us of something. Hallelujah. It's so important to come to God with that kind of mindset. God can reveal something to me. And that's the wisdom of God. And you can be thinking of it, meditating on it, thinking about God, you're going to show me something. You're going to teach me something. And this is something you can be praying every time and expecting. He daily loads us with benefits. He can give us gifts. Hallelujah. And he can give us wisdom. Can somebody lift their hands tonight? If you are here with us tonight, lift your hands. If you are watching online and you want to be a part of this, lift those hands to heaven. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. I see us standing like Daniel. 
And you know we have a better covenant than Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But that's their testimony. I see us walking in it, in this church, and in our individual lives. Kenamashata, pray, pray, pray. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. That they might seek mercies from the God of heaven. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00 640.